Welcome to the Four Fires Podcast, where we talk about winning in all four of the essential areas of life. And here's your host, Alan Kemper. My name is Alan Kemper, and I am your host for the Four Fires Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about uh, all of the essential elements of life. So we're going to talk about uh, the four fires the four parts of your life that go into making up a healthy life and ultimately uh, giving you a framework for what it looks like to win at life. Uh, The topics are broad. Um, As you can imagine, they cover everything. And so we're going to have a lot of freedom to uh, to, to have some dialogues and have guest speakers and and hear about what are the things that, uh, that make up a winning kind of lifestyle. The four fires as a framework is a uh, is 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 useful because it provides us with a direction with a framework. You know, um, it, it kind of came about in my in my late thirties. I was uh, I was trying to evaluate. You know, you're approaching forty. You start asking yourself the question, "Hey, you know, what does what does winning look like?" And I started to to go out and seek some mentors, and I started asking questions. You know, who what what kind of guys can I find in their 50s and 60s that are really just crushing it at life? And in that process, I started listing off men that I knew, and, um, and I knew some good guys. But every time I would find an example of a, of a guy, there was always this – just something that wasn't, wasn't quite right. Um, and I started asking my friends, and so there were some, some guys who said, oh, well, you need to meet with – you know, this guy over here, he sold three or four businesses uh, for a couple billion dollars. He's he's killing it. Uh, but I, I actually had some experience with that guy, and I knew his wife, and I knew his kids. And, I mean, it was just one of those things where, yeah, he had a lot of commas and zeros in the bank account. And it was just – but it was not how I wanted to model my life. Um, and I just knew that he wasn't the model that I wanted to, to build after. And then, uh, and then there's some other people who said, oh, well, you need to meet, meet with this other guy. He's running this series of, of ministries and churches, and he's doing some really great things. But uh, it turns out you know, he, was, he was having a really hard time keeping the lights on personally. And, and I just thought, man, that's, he's really connected with his, with his purpose, but there's something missing in his life as well. And, and it just, it just, nothing resonated as that's the win. That's what I want to aim for. And so, um, the four fires is this amalgamation of kind of, it's kind of creating a, a framework for what is the ideal. And, and the reality is, is we're not ever going to fully live into the ideal, but we need to have either a model. So I need to be able to point to a person and go, that's what I'm trying to aim for. Or if I can't have a model, I need to at least have a roadmap or framework for how do I build that. Uh, so the four fires is, you know, is this pulling of, you know, these core elements that have been true throughout humanity, really. I mean, like, there's, there's, there's nothing magic about the four fires. We didn't create anything new. We just named elements of life that are important and then just put them in a framework 
so that we could be intentional. And that's one of the one of the things that that we say a lot in the four fires community is live intentionally. Um, because it is about these choices that we make uh, around each one of these areas so that uh, when we get five years down the road and 10 years down the road, uh, we're better in all of these areas and we haven't disregarded any of those areas. When we talk about the four fires, what we're talking about is how you allocate your energy and your effort uh, throughout your day and across your decades. Um, we categorize these into four essential elements. So we'll start with uh, what we call our professional fire. And your professional fire is made up of two categories. It's called your craft and your cash. So in your professional fire, you should, um, you should be thinking about what is it that you do to bring value uh, to the workspace, specifically, uh, what is your craft? It's the thing that you're uniquely good at. Uh, and we'll dig into more on all of these topics uh, in, in more depth. But the high-level version is uh, your professional fire is made up of your craft and your cash. Uh, your craft is what you do. Your cash is your ability to convert what you do into, uh, into money. Then you have a people fire, right? So life is about relationships. And at the end of the day, if you don't have strong relationships, there's, a, there's an emptiness in your life. Uh, there's a lot of wealth created, uh, not, not, not monetary wealth, but just wealth in your life that's created by having strong, healthy relationships. And so when we talk about your people fire, we're talking about having uh, strong relationships with same-sex friends. Um, so do you have those five or six guys in your life who are, uh, who are trustworthy, the people who you can count on to, uh, to help you out? You know, one of the things, uh, that we say is that your, your, your casket's going to have six handles on it. And, uh, if there's not six people that you could call, uh, well, that, that, that your loved ones could call to, uh, to carry that casket for you and would be honored, then then you might be missing out some on your friend's fire. The other part of your uh, your people fire is your family fire, right? So uh, depending on your stage of life, we all have family. And uh, so if that's your, your, your wife and your kids, um, your spouse, how is it that, uh, how is it that those relationships are, are being treated and um, are they healthy? So professional fire, people fire, then we have our physical fire, where our physical fire represents our bodies. Uh, and there's a lot of things about our bodies that we can't control. Um, you know, we can't control disease fully, and we can't control accidents. Uh, but the, the two key elements that we can control uh, is what we eat and how we exercise. So our ability to uh, apply uh, awareness and ownership and discipline in each one of those areas of eat and exercise. And then, uh, and then our last fire is our purpose fire. Well, the idea of a purpose fire is that uh, most of us acknowledge that there's something in us that is eternal, uh, whether you want to call that a soul or your spirit. Um, and if you have an eternal element in you, if you have something that, that will go on after uh, your life in this body, uh, then the question you know, the question that you have to answer is, does that soul have a creator? 
And if that soul has a creator, then, uh, then does that creator, number one, want to be in relationship with you? Um, and number two, do they care about the actions that you take uh, while you're on this little chunk of dirt called earth? Um, so your purpose fire is made up of two elements. We call it your connectedness with your creator and your commitments that are kind of a byproduct of that identity as a son or a daughter of your creator. So um, so those are the four fires, professional fire, people fire, physical fire, purpose fire. And the reason that we call them fires is because every morning we wake up with an armful of logs. And our, our logs are uh, the time and energy that we have to allocate in each one of these four areas of our life. And really, uh, at, the, at the core of what the Four Fires philosophy is about is it's about choices. It's, it is in, intentional choices uh, around how we're going to allocate our time and energy uh, in each one of those areas so that uh, we can live a rich and meaningful and fulfilling life across all four areas. You know, one of the things I notice when I just look out on the landscape of men is that it's pretty easy to find a one-dimensional guy. Um, usually, you can find a guy who's just crushing it in in one area, whether that's, you know, he's killing it in his business or, man, this guy hits the gym all the time or, or whatever it is. It's, it's pretty easy to find this one-dimensional man. Uh, and, and you can find some two-dimensional men. And from time to time, you can look around and you can find some three-dimensional men, but rarely – uh, in my experience, do you really find a four-dimensional man who has not been very, very intentional with his life? Um, you know, we we say that you don't you don't wake up in the morning and accidentally figure out that you've got six-pack abs or that you can run a marathon. Like if you're going to be able to do those things, uh, you put some some serious work into it. The same is true in our businesses and in our professions. You don't accidentally end up at the top of the corporate ladder or owning a multi-million dollar business just by happenstance. Like that takes intentional work over an extended period of time. But the same thing is true with our marriages and with our relationships with our kids and with our friendships and with our relationship with our creator and, and then how we – you know how we live into the the rules and the laws and the and the guidelines for what it means to live a good life, and so the idea is, can we can we apply the same level of intentionality across all four areas so that uh, so that when we look around we don't have this unbalanced life and that we're not we're not sitting around and going yeah I'm killing it my pro- professional fire and I'm killing it my physical fire but my family fire is a dumpster fire, right? Like my people fire. So, um, so a lot of it is how do we put intentional work? And when I say work, most of it is just choices, uh, into each one of these areas of life. So what I want to do in this podcast is really just create an opportunity to dig into each one of these areas. Um, you know, the four fires uh, is a philosophy that uh, that I use in in uh, in my profession, which is uh, I do a lot of executive coaching and uh, work with business owners. And it is um, 
it's something that's that's caught hold and 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 grabbed people's attention and given them a way to think about life a little bit differently and and out of that has emerged uh, this four fires tribe it is a tribe of men who are uh, thinking and working and living intentionally around each one of these areas and what I want to do in this podcast is create a space to uh, continue to explore what each one of these fires looks like at a high level, but then also uh, how do we dig into the nuts and bolts, some of the tactical things of each one of these areas, right? So as we've gone through this, uh, we found that there are hacks, you know, like some people have really, really wrestled with, I mean, how do I lose weight and or how do I, how do I make my marriage better? And one of the things we figured out is, there are there are people around us who are good in all of these different areas of life. And you know, all of us are smarter than any of us. If I can learn from the guy who's crushing it in his professional fire, or if he can learn from the guy who's crushing it in his purpose fire, then we all win, right? Uh, so there is a tribe and a community of men who are uh, living into that space. And the, the Four Fires podcast serves both to uh, edify that group of men who are already on that Four Fires journey and also to expose the philosophy to new people and, and give them a chance to, to hear about this and think about it uh, and then to participate and join into this Four Fires community that, that is continuing to grow and, and, and develop. Um, really, the, the mission uh, that that we're embracing is this idea of building a f- building an army of four dimensional men. Uh, if we if we had if our nation had an army of men who were uh, strong and competent and confident professionally and had great families and great friendships and were strong physically and then had really really clear uh, connections with their creator through their purpose fire. It would be it would it would create a frame it would be the underlying just raw material of what this country would have to work for work with uh, would would radically change a lot of situations. Um, Four dimensional men change their families, they change their businesses, and they change the communities that they live in. And so, really, the mission of this is to is to dig in and think about what can we do to grow this. Four fires army, this this army of four dimensional men, uh, so that uh, we can do more good on the planet. One of the things that we've noticed about people uh, who live this intentional four dimensional life is that they end up being very very powerful people. Uh, they when they have a strong professional fire. Uh, they know what they're good at. There's a, a competence that they have in their professional life that breeds this air of confidence. Um, and uh, people around them know what they're good at. They seek them out for help, uh, whether you're in the medical field or in the education field or whatever your, whatever your craft is. Uh, when you're really, really good at it, people will seek you out in that space. And if you're if you're good at... Uh, your craft, and you're good at converting that craft into cash, then that means you're pretty well-resourced. And when you're well-resourced, you can be uh, 
you can be safe and secure, but you can also then dream different kinds of dreams. You can take risks and, uh, and then you can be generous. So, so this person who walks in the room and has a strong professional fire usually has an air about them. Uh, when people who have strong, uh, when men who have strong people fire, uh, components in their life walk in, they have strong friendships. They are, uh, they have people that they can laugh with, that they do life with. Um, there's a, a richness and a depth to, uh, to the way that they live their lives with their friends. Um, and, and ultimately a lot of that's built out of authenticity. And, and then when they have a strong family fire, uh, when they're, when their home is a place of, uh, strength and not a place of stress and their relationships with their, with their wife and their kids are, are, are strong. There's a, there's a, there's a strength that emanates from them that doesn't really matter what other element in the world is going on. You know, there can be a lot of chaos in other areas, but when you have those, that people fire pretty strong, that it it serves as a pretty solid anchor, uh, to keep you grounded. When someone has a, a, a pretty good physical fire, uh, there is a presence about them. They, they walk in and, uh, whether it's endorphins or just confidence, uh, you notice a person who has been disciplined over time, uh, and, and is able to, um, able to master what they eat and, uh, be intentional about how they exercise. Uh, and it allows them to live a fuller life, uh, because they can continue to be active and energetic into their sixties, seventies, into their eighties. So, so that's an element of, of your four fires that makes someone just have this presence and strength about them. And then the last one is your purpose fire. When people um, have this connectedness with their creator, when they have an identity that is rooted in a relationship with their creator, and then they're living out uh, the desires of that creator for them. Um, there's an integrity that comes with that. Uh, there is a, um, a solidness. And, and when you put all four of those together, what you're really looking at is a, is a, is a pretty significant, pretty trustworthy, pretty dependable guy who, uh, you know, um, is going to be able to handle the, the challenges of life, uh, no matter what comes, because they're they're strong in all four areas. You know, with, with each one of these four fires, um, those are the areas that we need to make choices in. Uh, but we say that the four fires really are built out of these three um, three arenas. You know, first there is awareness. So first, you got to know what game you're playing. You know. Uh, for some people, the first time they hear about the four fires, they go, oh, I should have real friends in my life. Um, and and they look around and they go, I don't have any real friends. Okay, well, step one is awareness. Step number two in understanding and moving and living into this four-dimensional life is ownership. You know, one of the things that's really unique about 
the four fires is that every one of these eight elements of the four fires is you at least have influence in, if not control over. Um, I have 100% control of every bite of food that goes into my mouth. I have 100% control over how often I sweat, you know, how often I'm exercising. I can, I can pretend I'm big boned. I can pretend, you know, bad genes, whatever. But at the end of the day, I've got 100% control over those two elements, and I have to take ownership of that. I have ownership over my spiritual life with my creator. Uh, I get to decide how much time I want to invest in that space and how real I want to get about addressing the sins and the shortcomings in my life. I have 100% control over my craft. I can study, I can work harder, and I can, over time, use that craft to uh, convert convert that craft into cash. I have control over that. Um, We have an amazing thing in this country, uh, a business environment that allows people to learn as much as you want to learn, to try as hard as you want to try, and and ultimately, really, to to earn as much as you want to earn. And... And then the area I don't have 100% control over, but I do have influence over, is in my people fire. I, I don't have 100% control over what my friends do or how they respond. I don't have 100% control over how my wife uh, responds and the choices that she makes in her life or the choices that my children make in their lives. Uh, but I do have influence. And so, um, so ownership is the second element of of, of living this four dimensional life. You can't, you can't win in this space unless you're willing to have some real significant conversations with yourself and, and hold yourself accountable to owning these areas. And then the final area is we call discipline. And the discipline is this ability to make yourself do the hard thing. Um, so it is a consistent plan. It's consistent choices over time, so that uh, so that you get the outcomes that that you you require of yourself. So um, yeah, so the key elements: awareness, ownership, and discipline in each one of those four fires. Because at the end of the day, I have either control or influence in each one of those areas. I mean, and some, sometimes I think about my logs as, you know, my hours in the day. And, you know, am I going to take an hour of my day and put it on my physical fire? Or, and it's not always just time. Sometimes it's just my choices. You know, one of my logs is when I sat down at lunch today, uh, I had a choice to get meal A or meal B. And uh, am I going to get the, you know, mama's fried chicken or I'm going to get the the grilled chicken, right? That's a log, right? And that log didn't require a lot of time, but it took some intentionality and some choice. So it's the time and the energy and the the resources that we have uh, to be able to allocate into each one of those law, each one of those areas. And really no one else can make those choices for you. No one else can put logs on your fire. Um, At the end of the day, these are my four fires and uh, one of the things that is unique and one of the reasons we say you wake up with an armful of logs and you have these four fires uh, and and how we allocate time and energy to each one of these fires, um, it, it's symbolic because the metaphor of the fire, we all know what happens to a fire 
when you don't put any fuel on it. Um, if you don't put any fuel on your professional fire, well, you're probably not going to be doing real well in that space. If you don't put any fuel in your physical, you can look around at your friends and you know which ones have not put any fuel on their physical fire. Um, likewise, though, same with our relationships, right? I think sometimes, particularly in our people fire, we have this expectation that there's supposed to be this eternal flame that is always burning and that it once we say I do or once we say we're college friends, that I don't, it doesn't require any additional energy or effort. And, and the reality is that there's nothing in life that, uh, that gets bigger and better or stronger without energy or effort. Mm-hmm. So it is this idea that uh, our logs are our choices. Our choices uh, shape our outcomes, and our outcomes in each one of these areas define our lives. So that's a general summary of, of what the four fires are. Um, this is our first stab at, at digging into a, um, a podcast medium so that we're uh, beginning to, to talk about this on a regular basis. Um, but if this is interesting to you and if this is, a, if this is something that you think uh, resonates with a part of you, if, there's, if, if as I was going through any of those four fires you thought, ooh, I might need to work on that fire. Um, I invite you to join us. We're gonna we're gonna dig into each one of these elements, um, you know, kind of systematically. Uh, talk about the high level. Talk about the low level. We're gonna bring in some people who are experts in each one of those areas, uh, so that we can figure out how do we win tactically. What are the hacks? Uh, what are the mindsets that you need to be able to win in each one of these areas? And then how do we tie them all together? So this is a journey for us. Um, uh, each one of the, the people that you will hear from on the Four Fires podcast is on their own Four Fires journey. And, uh, and we invite you to, to step in and be a part of, be, be in your own journey and be a part of this Four Fires community with us. So, um, so go live intentionally, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode of the Four Fires podcast. <laughs>